another outside the box, imagining a less crowded world. Today's topic is the lottery. Imagine that it's the year 2050 of the common era. The world population is 10 plus billion. We've practically maxed out the available fresh water, land and oceans for food production, and clean air. We've run out of materials to make cell phones and video games. Ah! We have to cut back to the Earth's carrying capacity, just as writer Thomas Malthus warned us over 250 years ago. The land and oceans can barely maintain that number if everyone is a vegan with all 3.5 billion acres of arable land used for human food consumption. But too many are meat and dairy eaters, so we're using some of that land for animals. It can't continue. The planet has heated up by almost 4 degrees Fahrenheit, creating more parched land as a result of international failures to meet greenhouse gas reductions. Droughts have increased causing losses in water availability and land fertility. Shortages of usable nitrogen and phosphorus have decreased food production. The earth is in trouble. Something has to give. So, representatives from throughout the planet meet in 2050 at a summit. And here's the plan. First, let all the animals fend for themselves. Most of the domesticated ones we eat will die pretty quickly or kill them so they won't suffer starvation. Enjoy that last hamburger or chicken nugget or cheese omelet. Save the grasslands and prairie and any open arable space. Plant them with rye, oats, soybeans, and other crops that humans can eat and or can use as green manures for other food crops. If we want to save humans, We have to save the soil, too. Now, we have to cut back on the number of humans. Start with those who say they have to eat meat or fish. If they can't survive without Thanksgiving turkey, pepperoni pizza, and salmon, starve them. Save the food for others. Move next to the users of too many resources. It's the industrialized countries, especially the energy hogs in the United States, who use too much and don't care, so they should be the next ones to go. But we can't let them decide for themselves, because all the wealthy people will buy their way to survival, while all those who have less money and use less energy will be sacrificed. As the altered saying from Martin Niemöller during World War II goes, first they will come for the billionaires, but I'm not a billionaire, so I won't speak up. Then they'll come for the millionaires, so I won't speak up. Then they'll come for those who use too much energy in their home and drive too much. So too bad for them, too. So that's what we'll have to do to maintain the planet for the rest. Get rid of those who contribute most to environmental destruction. This is a grim and scary scenario, but it's only an imagined one. Right now. There are lots of changes we can make to gradually, or quickly, reduce our bloated world population and get the fertility rate below the replacement rate. We can legislate limits on the number of children, or tax bigger families, reward those who marry later in life, 
or our child free. Women's greater empowerment would make a big difference, as would active programs to end poverty. How about more sex education and other population awareness resources? There are family planning programs and birth control options that need to be promoted since about half of all pregnancies are not planned. If all else fails in getting the population back to a manageable number, like 6 to 7 billion or preferably less, we may also need a lottery. So, if you have to do that, if we have to do that, better check your birth date and your rate of consumption. Would you be ready to die so the planet and some humans can survive? How can we make sure overpopulation doesn't destroy the Earth's ecosystem? I'm Larry Danzinger, child-free and hoping others will join that movement. <laughs>